So it's no secret that many of the products allowed in the stores on the shelves have ingredients that are harming our health and the health of our loved ones. And it's really such a bummer that we can't trust these companies or the products that they're producing, even the ones that are marked organic or natural. But it can be really hard to figure out what is safe and what isn't with all of those big words on the back of the labels. So today we're talking with an expert in how to go low tox, Elise Rooney. And she's going to tell us the first steps we should be taking to ditch these products that aren't healthy for us. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom podcast, where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Welcome to the Nourish Mom podcast. We are very excited today to have a special guest. Elise Rooney is the host of the Wholesome Mama podcast. She is a follower of Jesus, mama to three littles, so she knows the struggle. And she's a Christian motherhood coach. And Elise helps Christian moms to step into their God-led calling of homemaking and raising their children while partnering with the word. So she's passionate about helping us overwhelmed moms trade the stress for peace and create flow in their home. She believes it's possible, listen to this, to spend quality time with your children without the mom guilt of letting the home go or the to-do list go. Yes, and amen, Elise. Welcome. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you so much, Brandy. I'm so excited to be here with you and, and have this chat today. So we brought Elise on the show because she is an expert on natural living. And she's actually coming out with a course that um, walks moms through, I think, the process of removing toxic, toxic products from their home. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So it's basically a room-by-room room guide. It's basically my journey over the last how many years without the overwhelm and stress that I've had to go through uh, to help moms to remove toxic chemicals from their homes. Awesome. So today, are you going to share with us all the tips and tricks to keep our family safe in this crazy toxic world? Yes. Yeah. We're going to yeah have a great conversation about it and just a real, really good starting point because I don't want to bombard you all with too much information. But I think where do we start is the biggest um, question that we get. Nice. So I'm curious, how did you uh, get into this, like interested in low tox living? Yeah, for sure. So I was totally of the mindset that this whole idea of low tox, natural living, all those kinds of things was a big marketing ploy. I thought it was just a fad and I really wasn't interested in it at all. And I just went on my merry way. 
And when my son was about four months old, he had chronic eczema, like went to the doctor, did all the creams, all the, all the things. And we just could not get his eczema under control. And as a four month old, he couldn't really communicate it. He would just scream. And so he wasn't sleeping. You just look at his body and see how much pain he must've been in. And I felt really helpless as a mum to think, well, I've, I've tried literally everything that, that the doctor, because all I, all I knew then was you take your child to the doctor, the doctor gives you your prescription, you go home and you do whatever it is. And, and I look back now and go, wow, life's so different. But, um, <laughs> but so I felt really helpless and lost going, what am I, what am I doing? And I actually went to a girl's night out and it was like an essential oil workshop. Um, but I really just went for a girl's night out because I had a four month old at home who wasn't sleeping and would just scream. And I just went, you know what, I'm just going to go to this. And in it, the, I don't really remember anything else the girl said except for asking what was in product. So, and I started thinking, boy, I've never thought what is in my products. I've never stopped and looked at what is in my spray and wipe. I've never stopped and looked at what's in my washing powder. And so I then went home and started looking on the back of all my products with Google to, because I looked at the back and went, I can't understand a single word that is on there. And there's all these numbers and that's not even a word. And what even is that? And so I was looking at all these things going, I don't know. I don't understand this. So I'd Google and then, you know, realize that, oh, that causes skin conditions. Like how the laundry powder that I was using was riddled with chemicals that cause eczema. And I wonder why my child had eczema because I was literally washing his clothes in chemicals and then putting them on him and they were on his skin 24 seven basically. And so that is, that was for me the catalyst of going, okay, well, there's got to be a better way. Um, So I actually looked up, make your own washing powder. (laughs) And I've now been doing that. He's just turned five. So I've been five years and I've, that's just been the journey that, so it started with washing powder an eczema and within two weeks his eczema was basically gone wow that's amazing yeah it's yeah I'm thinking about what we were talking about earlier too about like how bills are going up and I bet you save money making your own do you think you do absolutely heaps of money because the other thing is is that we um like money talks we go to the supermarket well, we used to, we used to go to the supermarket and we would buy this washing powder. We would buy this um, fabric softener. We would buy this spray and wipe. We would buy this cleaner for the bathroom, but then we would buy this other cleaner for the toilet. Mm-hmm. And we would have like 15 different products to clean our home. Yeah. And so really what you can do with making your own is save money because you just buy like glass spray bottles and reuse them. So you're not yeah. even having to, so you're reducing waste in that way as well. Um, but you're just reusing whatever the container is and you can do it so cheap. So I, we save so much money. That is, I think that's a real good thing in today's economy for sure. Um, all right. So started with eczema, it started with the laundry detergent and what did it kind of evolve into talk about like, um, why, 
what's going on with the ingredients in our food and our products and why is it important for us to understand what is in there? Yeah. So really for me personally involved into looking at like once, once we had seen the results that we got with my son's eczema basically disappearing, I then went through, I went a little bit crazy and went through the whole home and was like, it's in everything. Everything is trying to kill us. And <laughs> my husband was like, you need to calm down. First of all, I can so relate this. So I actually, I went to an essential oils thing like years ago and I was way better at this, at the low tox thing than I am now, but I did, I went like a little bit crazy and like banned all of the things. And like, my husband loves candles and now that they're slowly starting to creep into the house, but he just earlier today was like, the house doesn't smell great. Do we have like some candles? And he's looking, I'm like, well, do you want like a toxic one or like, what kind of candle are you looking for here? <laughs> Candles are so hard, just on candles, because they are like you can replace them with oils and diffusers, and it does the same thing in the smell wise, but like they just set the atmosphere so nice. So you just need to find a like good organic soy or beeswax, or you just have to know what is in there because otherwise you are literally burning petroleum and chemicals in your home. Right. And then breathing it in. Ah. So I think the most important thing to know with with what is in products is that understanding, first of all, what their effects are, is that Mm -hmm. there are chemicals. And I think on some level we all know that there's chemicals in everything, but it's actually coming to the realisation that there are synthetic chemicals in products and just because it's sold in the supermarket doesn't mean it's safe. Right. Because a lot, a lot of the products on the market, especially kids and baby lines of like body washes and shampoos and lotions and all those things, they aren't tested and they aren't regulated. So they're selling things and they, because they aren't regulated, they're allowed to put whatever they want on the label. So they're allowed to, this is called greenwashing, where they make a product sound a lot better than it actually is so they yes. can put on the label pure they can put on the label organic without actually having anything certified organic in there they can put on the label natural they use green colors they use a picture of the earth they all those kinds of things to make us psychologically think like they marketers are so smart because they know that if we look at a product and see it's called earth and it's got a green or a blue and um, it says the word natural, then like that has got to be the best one. Yeah. You actually turn around and look at the ingredients and there's nothing natural in there at all. I think I feel I fall prey to that too, because I've, like I said, like I went through a period where I was much better and then I've gotten really lazy. So now that I'm like, oh, this one says natural. Yep. And uh, because it's so much easier because it's overwhelming and hard, it can be, to figure it out. Especially like how you mentioned before, I don't know what any of these words mean, you know? So I'm like, this one sounds okay, right? But I have no idea. So I'm just yeah. like, I'm looking at the label and this one looks like it's the best. So let's go with this green one that says natural. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's not our fault. Like, it's not our fault. And we are, I believe that everyone is doing the best they can. So there are some days where even 
um, you know, we ran out of body wash a couple of weeks ago and I literally had to get some from the supermarket. And so Do you I just, your own? I, no. Okay. I was just curious. I have, no, no. I'm like quite lazy when it comes to DIY. So I'm like all purpose spray, sprays are fine. Uh, washing powder, dishwashing powder, that's all fine. But when it comes to like shampoo and conditioner and body wash, I'm, I want to buy it. Yeah. Like I want my hair to look good. <laughs> so, yes. So when I, I just make the best decision that you can just, and that is one thing that I think I really have learned is that we just, we do the best we can until we know better. Mm-hmm. And then when we know better, we can make better decisions and just swapping things one swap at a time it doesn't have to be you don't have to go crazy and swap your whole house out in one day because everything's trying to kill us and like you don't have to be me yeah <laughs> because that that is then when you get overwhelmed but it's just going um so for things like food food is quite simple in the fact that you know we all know fruit and veggies like just eat as many of those as you can yeah but then when you are buying food because I, I am not a good cook. I'm not a good baker. I'm just not naturally that way inclined. I do it, um, but I, I like the convenience of buying packaged food. Mm-hmm. So when I'm doing it, I turn it around and look and just look, food is good because you can look at the ingredients and know if it's food or not. Yeah. Like you, can, you can see on a uh, pasta sauce that oh okay there's just tomatoes and salt in this they're food so this pasta sauce is good it's when you get the pasta sauce you turn it around and it's like tomato flavoring mm. and um citric acid and then it's got numbers and then it's got all these other names that you don't know what they are that's when you go okay well that is clearly not food so I'm gonna yeah. put that one and get get a different one so I'm curious because you said citric acid. Do you know any like I don't know about citric acid really, but I know it's in lots of things because like I'll turn around and look and I'm like, that's all right, right? That one's so not so bad, or what is it? Is it bad? So citric acid, it really a lot of well, a lot of the times it's like how how strict do you want to go? Citric right. acid, um, a lot of the time is derived from mold. Oh, really? Interesting. Okay. So there's, you know, but it's in so much. And often it is the last ingredient. So when something's on an ingredient label, the first, it goes from first to last, the highest quantity in the mm-hmm. ingredient to the lowest. Um, so yeah, citric acid is in a lot. And a lot of um, even like natural cleaners will have it and things like that. Yeah. It's just something that I try to avoid in my food personally. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't know it was derived from mold. Um, and you wonder oh, just like okay. a side note, as mm. like a side note, cause you know, as a nutritional therapist, I've seen people like struggle with mold in their home and like issues with that. And you wonder if there's any type of like connection with the, like if people who are sensitive to that would be sensitive to citric acid. It's interesting. Yeah. 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 Well, that, that is a very good point if they yeah, have sensitivities to it. Mm. But again, that just goes to show how how much we actually don't know about what we're using and what we're bringing into our homes. And I think that's become my biggest passion is 
helping mums to become aware because I I had no idea and I struggled with endometriosis for years and had so many surgeries and could not get on top of it. And I cut out fragrance. I cut out perfume. So that is probably the number one thing is fragrance, which Mm -hmm. I'll get to in a minute. But I cut out um, eating all this rubbish and I've basically been able to naturally um, calm everything down where I don't have any flare-ups. I haven't had to have a surgery for four years now. Nice. Um, and so like, and get my cycles back regular, no pain, all the things. And it is literally because of what I have changed, what I am using in my home, on my body and putting into my body. Yeah. I'm curious in Australia, cause I know like in the U S we, Everyone tells us that our regulations are so terrible and that in other countries, they're better. Um, Like a lot of the foods that are allowed here, I know, and probably products too, are banned in other countries. How is it in Australia? So we are better than the US, uh, but not as Europe. A lot of the European countries, Japan and Europe, their standards are a lot higher. Uh, We have a bit more... Well, we are quite stricter than the U.S., but the U.S. seems to be just like, whatever. I know. It's so, it's so scary. I- <laughs> yeah. The fact that um, like red, red 40, I think I'm going to get that wrong, but there's one where it is like pure carcinogen. So it is like pure cancer causing like, and they don't just say that because it might like it does. Yeah, and that's not to scare anyone, but that is to really help you to be empowered about how real this conversation is. Mm-hmm. I think it is red 40 and it's in everything. Like my youngest son particularly is really sensitive to, um, to lots of things. That's how I started my like nutrition journey when he was born, same type of story. Like he was having a lot of issues. Um, but the red food dye and it's in so much stuff. And we like, as a family now, we know, like, we shouldn't have that. Like they know, like he asks, but like, we allow it sometimes because it's so widespread that we're at a birthday party. He can't have anything. We're at, we're here. He can't have anything, but it's just like, so sad that it, that, that they allow it in all the things, the gum, the candy, the cake, the, and not that that stuff is great. Like, we don't want to be having that stuff all the time anyway. But like, if they want to treat with a friend, like almost 90% of the time, it's going to have like red food dye in it. Yeah. And I think too, that is a really good way to look at it because going low tox and this whole idea of a low tox lifestyle is not about perfection. It's not Mm -hmm. about like, you are never going to arrive at the destination of I am completely tox free. And that is okay. So you want to get to a point and all it is is reducing your toxic load. So your toxic burden in your body. And when you think about um, as a mum, you get up, you maybe you have a shower in the morning, so you're using body wash and shampoo and conditioner, um, and then you brush your teeth, so you're using toothpaste, and then you wash your face, so you're using face wash, and then you maybe put some makeup on, so you're using makeup. That is like hundreds of chemicals already. Mm. But while we think it's just a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, over the course of the morning, let alone the day, let alone the week, the years, um, it adds up and it adds up to our toxic load in our body, which our liver and our kidneys detox 
But when we have so much, when we've accumulated so much, our body can't detox. So it's not about being perfect. It is just about reducing that load so that when we do, you know, eat the whatever we want to eat, when we do whatever, our body can detox it. Mm-hmm. It's not about being perfect because you never you're never going to get perfect. Right. Then we go through those phases. Like we've been talking about where you start going crazy and like ditching all the stuff. But then I felt like, I don't know if this happened between you and your husband, but when I got crazy about nutrition, like all of a sudden we were butting heads for a minute. Like, he's like, you are being insane. I'm like, no, everything. We can't eat any of that. It has to go. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's very much a learning. And I have learned, um, from mistakes to really take him on the journey with me because I didn't like he got home from work one day and I was like he was did I come into the wrong house or (laughs) Um, but and I just kind of did all this research on my own and then you know just started swapping out all these things and then be like all right here's what you're now eating at work that's disgusting that's not no um but I've learned to like really look at okay well this is what happened with the washing powder with our son's eczema this is what happens now with their behavior when they're eating food or our daughter um you know she if she eats too much sugar or if she goes and eats a lot of colors um and even like natural colors and natural flavors we could talk about this there's like so many things we could talk about but she will have an asthma um response oh wow like looking at um and now I forget where I was was even going with that oh the butting heads with your husband yeah yeah going on the journey together because it is it is a learning it is a learning journey and it's hard to unlearn particularly for guys Mm -hmm. it is hard to unlearn what you have been taught for the last 30 40 whatever years yeah and relearn that okay I've been lied to Mm mm-hmm Yep. I definitely can relate to that. So if we're trying to make the changes, when I'm looking at labels, where do I start? Yeah, that's a really good question. So the first thing we've kind of talked about food, just like look at what is food, Mm -hmm. but with products, it gets a lot trickier because there's words like fragrance, parabens, phenoxyethanol, PEGs, sulfates, like there's all the words. And so I would say for starters, fragrance absolutely has to go. Okay. So anything, anything that has fragrance in it, because fragrance, there was a documentary that came out, it was a few years ago called The Stink Movie. I don't know if it, it was on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix over there, um, but it'll be on maybe YouTube or you can just find it. And it was basically a dad, he was a widowed father, and he bought his daughter pajamas and opened up and they stunk. And he basically went on this journey of uncovering fragrance. And so fragrance, when you look at the word fragrance, you just think like, oh, it just makes it smell good. But fragrance on a label is actually a, it's a very sneaky thing that companies do. And it is covering up a cocktail of chemicals. So it can be up to, I think it was around 4,000 chemicals in that one word fragrance. Wow. 
And so they, and it's really sneaky because they don't have to disclose it because it's under proprietary information. So they don't have to give it away because it's like a company secret. And what testing has found is that those chemicals in fragrance are full of endocrine disruptors, which are attacking our hormones. So okay. you think of perfume. Perfume is like pure fragrance. Mm -hmm. And we are spraying it on our thyroid, on our breasts, on our glands. And that is everything that goes on our body is absorbed. Everything is absorbed. Um, and we wonder why so many women have um, like period pain, irregular periods, things like I am totally convinced that this was a contributing factor to me not being able to get endometriosis under control. Yeah. And we wonder, we wonder why, but, but we are literally using fragrance in everything. Yeah. It is attacking our bodies. And it's also been shown that it links to um, like respiratory conditions. So sometimes like a child might have an asthma response to someone wearing um, perfume or, you know, you get a headache. Mm -hmm. so all the perfume so strong gives me a headache. That's your body reacting to the chemicals in that perfume to tell you get away That's yeah that is your body's response that's how we were designed that our body responds in that way of I don't like this this isn't good get it away wow um so I'm assuming that even if it says natural fragrance that that doesn't mean anything right <laughs> yeah so the and this is, again, a very tricky, tricky thing that marketers do is the word natural. So natural fragrance, even things like natural flavors and natural colors on um, food or on any products, really, they, they don't mean that they are derived from a natural source. It just means that they are. So natural fragrance could mean that it's rose they have synthetically created the fragrance but because ro a rose is a natural thing they can get away with calling it natural fragrance oh so in wow food, in food natural natural flavor could be like pineapple and because pineapple is a natural fruit like it's found in nature they can synthetically make the flavor in their lab in their factory but call it natural flavor because a pineapple is found in nature. Oh, wow. That's so misleading. Very. Oh, that's a bummer. Uh, I know because I like literally, I used to know so much more. And now as I'm like, definitely natural flavors have found their way into my cabinets for sure. I think I, think I was just using vanilla over the holiday and it said like natural flavoring. And I'm like... Oh, okay. But I mean, it's just vanilla, right? It's natural vanilla. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of, a lot of the time they will disclose. And then, you know, when it's something like, like that, a lot of the time on the bottle, they will share if they are, if it is seriously like from a vanilla bean, they will put it on there. Yeah. And when they're trying to hide it. So you can usually, once, once you start looking for it you can, you can generally see it, but but natural flavors was a big one. Um, like it took a while because I was just, all right, well, I'll just, I won't buy the one with the numbers on it. I'll just buy the one that says natural flavors. And then realizing that, oh, that's just a, 
cover up word as well. Right. I know. So that's like where you almost like can go down the rabbit hole, but like knowing, like if we know these things in advance with like all of your knowledge, and then we can skip all of those steps of like not knowing what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah. So we get rid of fragrance. We get rid of natural flavors. So you think those are like the first two? Yeah. So in, um, in products, fragrance is like the big, the big one. Um, but also I'll get rid of, um, is it PEGs? So they're like petroleum based. Um, they're often used in like creams and, um, shampoos, those kinds of things. Also what's the other one, SLS and SLES. So they are, um, they're known to cause like skin conditions. They affect the brain, the liver. The hard thing is, is that they're so hidden in there that products don't even say it on there. So um, you really want to find one because a lot of the time a product isn't going to go, we have sodium laurel sulfates in it because we know, well, that causes brain issues and that causes the liver to die and it's contaminated with carcinogens and so I'm not going to touch that. Um, so really looking at, and this is what is the tricky thing, is looking at things that go no SLS slash SLES. Okay. Um, and then so, but, you know, there's, there's often others like parabens. They are um, preservatives, but they, again, have been shown to disrupt hormones and actually affect fertility and reproductive uh, organs and you know, so it's, yeah, there's a lot to it. And that's why I'm, I'm very like careful about how much I share upfront, because if you can just start with like food, any numbers, anything you can't pronounce um, and look at, you know, I, I would try and avoid natural flavors and natural colors. Absolutely. Mm. Um, but then with like personal care products, fragrance is the absolute the biggest one that I is a no-go for me. Yeah. All right. So if we're trying to take the first step, how, what would be your best tip of advice to like take the first step? The first step for me would be throw out your perfume. Yeah. Because that, and it's, it's heartbreaking because like, I remember throwing out my Coco Chanel Mademoiselle, like, and I cried when I did because it was like, you know, that really special one. We all have one that you wore on really special occasions. And yeah. it was like the, like the wedding day one, the date night one. Um, and we wear perfume to feel beautiful. Like we, want, we wear perfume to enhance our femininity. Mm-hmm. And it is literally the thing that it is attacking. Yeah, so right? Is, yeah. That is my number one to, to get rid of that, um, you know, and, and fragrance, that would be, that would be my first thing is fragrance. Nice. Okay. I think that's doable. I think we can do that. Um, so awesome. These are great tips. Thank you so much. So uh, tell us like, where can my audience find you? And if you want to share a little bit about your course or, you know, what you're up to, please do. Yeah, thank you so much, Brandy. So you can find me 
mainly over on Instagram at wholesome mama m-u-m-m-a because I am in Australia and that's how we spell mama um but yes I have so the course is called the home detox method and it kicks off on the 1st of February um and it is basically a guide to reducing your toxic chemicals in your home in eight weeks or less so we are going to go room by room so we're going to do your laundry we're going to do the kitchen the bathroom we're going to go through the personal products so it's basically what we've talked about today expanded but really simplified to to help mums to be able to because I know that it's mums usually who are making the decisions about you know with we do the grocery shop we make the decisions about what what comes in the home and I really want more mums to be empowered to take back the control of their family's health for good Mm -hmm. for themselves for the better to make to make those better decisions Uh, so yeah I'm really excited it is actually a live program this time around so I'm excited to we're going to do Q&A's and really hold your hand as we as you go through the guide of getting rid of toxic chemicals that's awesome. I love the live aspect. Um, cause I feel like there's going to be questions, you know, yeah. and yeah, like things are going to come up like, um, you know, as we're just like looking at stuff, like, what does this mean? What would you do? Like, should I ditch this all at once? I'm overwhelmed. Help. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's what I really want to do was take away the overwhelm because it is a lot to do on your own. It's, and I don't, I don't think that anyone should do this alone. It's a, you know, you need, you need a village, like you need a village in motherhood and in every aspect of life, really. But yeah, I really wanted to take away the overwhelm. And also in there, there's a lot of money saving hacks as well from making your own products to um, where you can, how you can buy better and things like that. So that's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited. Yay. Thank you. That's so awesome. Um, I'm just going to close in prayer. Lord, we just, we thank you for Elise and the vision that you've given her, Lord, to help moms protect their families and just help them do it in a way that's not overwhelming, Lord, but that trusts trusts in your goodness, Lord. We know that your creation was good. And unfortunately, sin has entered the world and we have so many people that are corrupting your good creation in the name of money, but we don't have to be victims to that. And we thank we thank you for Elisa's mission to help us find ways to be safe. And we just ask that you bless her, that you bless this course as it launches, um, and that you just help the pieces fall into place, Lord. And that for any moms that are listening, that you just, if they're feeling overwhelmed or not sure, Lord, give them your peace, Lord, to know that your plans are good for them and that they can take it one step at a time. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Brandy. Thank you for being on the show. This was great. Real quick before you go, if this podcast blessed you or inspired you in any way, could you please take a minute to write a review on Apple Podcast? Writing a review is the number one way that you can help me to reach more moms just like you. And reading your reviews truly inspires me and encourages me to keep doing this work. Also, don't forget to connect with other like-minded mamas in our Facebook community so that we can encourage and uplift each other on this journey. The link to the Facebook group is in the show notes. Thank you for listening and may your heart overflow with God's peace and love. God bless.